Hello and welcome back to the TTP, Tatani Talks Parsha, the year where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We started off with Sefer Bereshis and now we're at Sefer Noach, the Parsha of Noach, really, Sefer of the Sefer of Bereshis, the, the, the aspect of the Parsha, excuse me, rather, Parsha's Noach. Noach is an interesting character, a perplexing character. On the one hand... We know that the Pasik says, Noach, Sadik, Tamim, Hayab, Dorosav. Noach was a Tzadik, perfectly righteous in his generation. The commentators immediately jump on that and say, in his generation? But what if he lived in Avraham's generation? From Noach to Avram, from Adam to Noach, there were ten generations. And we know Avram gathered the reward of all those generations because he went out. And he was the person that was Aver Hayarding. He was a, across the river from everyone else. But God willing, we'll get to Avraham next week. Avraham is my favorite character, if not one of my favorite characters of the entire Tanakh. So God willing, we have a couple of weeks with Avraham. But this week, we're talking Noah. So Noah is this perplexing character. On the one hand, he's called Atzadik. But people are like, on the other hand, the commentators point out, what if he was in Avraham's generation? Would he still be considered such a great Sadiq? Maybe just compared to the people in his generation, he was great. He saved himself, his wife, his three kids, and their wives. What about everyone else? He wasn't able to be Makari of anyone the whole time. He worked on that table for 120 years. How could he not get one person, one person to be saved? One person couldn't be saved? How could that be? So you have this character that's kind of a dichotomy. You have two forces pulling you. On the one hand doing a great job that he saved his family he was persistent and he built and he built the teva again over the 120 years on the other hand he couldn't save anyone so it becomes an interesting type of a figure and the idea to think about is that even though we can be perplexing figures even though the idea of noah can be a perplexing figure it doesn't mean that it's all black and white there's really a lot of times so many areas that are the shade of gray we're not all good we're not all bad. We're, what I like to say is I believe most people are white, a lot of white on their souls with a, with a couple of black splotches. I don't think that most of us are, are black on our souls with a few white splotches. I think it's the opposite. I think by definition, man, by his nature, the Gemara and the commentators talk about this. Was man born good or not? And was it better for him to have been born good or not? Is he have a nature that's good or not? I believe Beishamay Beishillah debate this. And the conclusion is that it would have been better for man not to be around. But now that he is around, it's a good thing that he's around. Maybe from the beginning he's not so good. The Yitzhahara starts right away. Yitzhahara only kicks in at Bar Mitzvah, according to commentators and mystical approaches, I believe. So it takes 13 years for the good to kick in. But a lot of us can be perplexing characters, can be perplexing figures, can have different areas, how we could be black and white in some areas and shades of gray in the other area. Yeah, he's such a devoted friend, such a devoted father and husband, yet why is it that he's so lazy at work? I don't understand. There's a dichotomy here. Wow, he's so giving in the food bank but when it comes to his own family he's he's a little bit stingy a little bit miserly why is that so complex so perplexing maybe he sees how bad it is for people he wants to tighten the belt in the home so it's not so bad for them Noah teaches us a perplexing character you could be at sadik in your own right but you could have still things that are not fully fulfilled the commentators point out that there wasn't enough done 
again, we can't judge. We can't put ourselves in the shoes. teaches us, you cannot judge a person unless you're in their shoes. You don't know what's going through their mind. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know what's going on in their life. And don't say, I would do this, I would do that. And Perkevus also teaches us, don't talk to someone when they make a net, or don't talk to someone when their dad is lying in front of them. It's the appropriateness of timing and placement. You know, don't call someone when they're dealing with their three kids who are going out of control during the witching hours before bedtime. I could personally attest to that. I can't answer my friend's phone call. I can't answer my acquaintance's phone call when they're trying to get to me. Those hours are not a good time. It's about timing. It's about understanding. And it's about, you know, not putting yourself in those shoes. So we can't imagine what it was like for Noah, but we can understand that people can be perplexing and could be pulled in two different directions. And it's also the idea about persistence, perplexing with persistence. You go and you build and you build and you build for 120 years. That's the lifespan of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's the lifespan of what we say, we should all be Zohar to have 120 years. He built for 120 years. What persistence? How does someone have such persistence? And I believe when it comes to persistence, it starts... A little bit every single day. You have to keep something up. You want to build persistence. You have to attach yourself to something that requires commitment every single day. Who is the most persistent person? Who is the, the person that's able to keep up a regimen? Someone that went through Dafiomi many times. Someone that goes through the Parsha many times. Because you have that commitment, that persistence. And where does it start? You start a little bit, a little bit, a little bit every day. You're not going through the whole Gemara every single day, but it takes seven and a half years, a page a day. Someone goes through Parsham, you do an Leah a day every seven days. The persistence. Noah, he goes for 120 years. He perseveres and he persists and he persists every day. It's a perplexing character, but a persistent character. Perplexing, but persistent. That could be where we do something, we should attach ourselves in some way. That's why they talk about after 120 years, Hashem asks us four major questions. Some people say it's six. But the four major questions are, did you do your business dealings honestly? Did you wait for Mashiach? Did you try to have children? And asita kaviyot latora, or whatever the conjugation of the verbalization is, basically, did you set aside times for Torah? It doesn't mean that you have to have a hundred minutes per day of learning. It means you have to have kaviyas. It has to be set in your way. You have to be persistent and keep up a regimen. You have to do something every single day in order to be involved in the regimen. So whether it be that you have a little chaburah, or you read a daily email, or whether it be that you are involved in this or in that, and many people involved in Dafyomi, myself included, some people it could take 45 minutes, some people it could take 10 minutes, some people it could take 15 minutes. However it is, the idea is to be persistent. The idea is to keep something up a regimen every day. So Steinmikra, there are also these amazing emails I talk about all the time from OU, the daily emails. You keep that up every day. That's also a tiny bit of Kavias Latora. A Sita Torah. Asita Kaviyah Satora, I can't remember how, how the question is asked after 120 years, but they also ask you, did you live up to your namesake? Were you involved in your namesake? And if a person continues the regimen every day, if they're involved in it every day, that's something that could get you along your way. So we learn from Noah, even though he's a perplexing character, it's a persistent character. So in our own lives, we should realize that a lot of people have areas that are black and that are white and areas that are gray. 
But in general, we should realize there are also many areas that are the shade of gray. We don't understand what's going on, but there are so many different factors to people. We also understand that we should be persistent and we can be persistent. And what we should do is to be able to be involved in that aspect is to make sure that we do something every single day, whether it be a dafyomi, whether it be a parsha, or whether it be anything you do, even an email from the OU can be done, whether it be the Mishnah, or whether it be the parsha, or whether it be any aspect, they have five different options, we do that, and we can learn from Noah to be we could be a perplexing character. We should not judge other people. And it could be so perplexing. Why is he this way and that way? But then we could also learn how to be persistent. 120 years to build a teva. Can you imagine? You persist in your own ways every day. It will give you the persistence to persevere. If we do it a little bit every day, we too can be a character in our own right that we could be perplexing but persistent. Join us next time as we talk the TTP where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.